Hey everyone, I'm David Finns, and on this episode of the Cyber Insurance Imperative, we're going to revisit the topic of public entities. They're back in the news again, and this time it's the city of Oakland. As reported by Bleeping Computer last week, the Play Ransomware Gang has started to share data taken from the city as part of a recent cyber attack. Some of the data that they've disclosed includes confidential records, employee information, passports, and IDs. The city is taking steps to notify individuals whose personal data may have been compromised. This comes on the heels of several high-profile attacks against state and local governments, school boards, and other public authorities. Closer to home for me, Suffolk County, New York, is still recovering from a massive cyber incident it experienced last year. So why are government entities so vulnerable to these attacks? One reason is that they have a ton of information on citizens, which makes them an attractive target. Another is that their defenses aren't always up to par. It's tough for state and local governments to attract and retain talent because their pay scales don't compete well with the private sector. Add to that civil service work rules, antiquated technology, and a procurement process which often awards business to the lowest bidder rather than the vendor delivering the most value, and you've got a perfect storm for a cyber attack. The question is, what can be done about it? Listen, this isn't meant as a knock on public employees. My father and sister spent their careers in public service, and I myself spent the first decade of mine as well. Nobody likes to pay higher taxes, but we can't expect the government to keep us and our information safe with one hand tied behind their backs. Absent a real shift in our culture, though, public entities have to make do with the resources that they have. And one way to do that is to use the underwriting process for cyber insurance as a gut check to make sure that your security controls are keeping pace with the changing threat landscape. What's that you say? You didn't know governments could purchase cyber insurance? They can, and they do. Now, I'm not suggesting that cities, counties, and school boards go out and buy insurance instead of improving their security. Fact is, that won't work. To qualify for the coverage, the underwriters are going to want to see evidence of good cyber hygiene. Things like multi-factor authentication, prompt patching of critical vulnerabilities, educating users about phishing emails, and having a well-rehearsed incident response plan. And there's a lot more government entities can be doing to thwart these sorts of attacks. They don't have to cost an arm and a leg, and they're a whole lot less expensive than shutting down agencies for days or weeks on end and letting vital services not be delivered. Here at Alliant, we not only help place your cyber insurance coverage, we help you to determine the best use of your cybersecurity spend, identify the controls you need to better safeguard your network and data, and connect you with trusted service providers who can help you get those controls in place. And if your current broker isn't doing all of this, maybe it's time that you discover the more rewarding way to manage risk. So DM me on LinkedIn or email me at david.fins at alliant.com and I'll send you a copy of our guide to protecting your organization against ransomware. Thanks for listening.